2, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Agent Cunning, an unsuspecting population, prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Age of Conan Magnetic. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to those channels. Downloading episode 84 of Channel Massive. It is March 26th, Thursday night, and your ever dexterous and skillful hosts have gathered, but one is not really there. Can That's you me. guess which one? Oh, it's it's not me. It for me. I'm right here. There's no problem well, with I do, my transmission. I, I do have a, a, a blow-up doll that's in the uh, likeness of Noah sitting next to me now. So is it Squirt cool. Freeman style? Yeah, it is. You're, you're dressed up in a, in a in an orange suit, and yeah, it's pretty Good. cool. Yeah, I didn't. Good. I didn't know you could make a goat look like Squirt <laughs> Freeman. <but laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> We'll be telling you what we've been playing this last week, and I'll be interested to hear what that is, because I haven't been playing too much. We do have something in the mailbag, but guess what? It's not written. It's audio. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Submit. We have a ton of twig, lots of things going on, and so much blogosterics. (laughs) <laughs> that we have not one but two different little things to talk Dos to you about. Blagosteros. Dos yes. Blagosteros. I have to think about that. It's it's kind of it's an interesting thought. <laughs> what should we call them? <laughs> Dos Blagosteros. Dos Blagosteros. Thank you for feeding us yet again this week. <laughs> feed feed the beast. More food. We're so hungry. (laughs) Let's get into what we're playing. Okay. Hey, Mark, have you been playing anything this last week? I have. I have been playing... Well, I had a lot of fun, as usual, on our uh, Warhammer evening. Um, What'd you do? I, uh... Yeah, because you never showed up, you bastard. Yeah, I was there. I talked to you. No, I was, I'm talking oh, to Noah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, I've only got one person to look look to <laughs> in the room right now. He's it's kind of weird. He's looking right at me full with his little eyebrows all arched up. <laughs> like, 
What? Where are you? Where, where are you? It's so con- this is so confusing. <laughs> but he's talking through you. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's rubbing his love doll's crotch. It's terrible. Um, so yeah. where were you? Rub, 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 rub. <laughs> Tell me now, or the rubbing won't stop. <laughs> um, so not a voodoo doll. So I just uh, man, Jason and I never really met up because he had just dinged to a level that I could no longer do a scenario with him. Right. At, so. Yeah, I outleveled the current tier of scenarios. So there. I was just doing scenarios, and I took a screenshot of me with fifty kills. I was pretty excited. In one the, scenario, at the top of the chart. Yep, at the top of the heap. Fifty, 50 kills. kills in one scenario. Yes, That's I have insanity. screenshot. I'll show you. I was very happy. So I was just now. Is that killing blows or just no? That's kills. Okay, total kills. I was gonna say, but I was like just on. I was in a. I was in a zone. Um, no longer without, distracted by me. Without my <laughs> futile attempts to keep Noah alive, I was a virtual <laughs> killing machine. <laughs> No, actually, actually, I did some more healing too, which I think is why I got so many kills because I was keeping the people around me alive a little longer. So, well, that's a novel concept. Yeah, it's something I've imagine I've been how that experimenting works. with in my. In, but uh, anyway, I had a really good. Quick hit next time I play with you. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll throw that out the window. Um, <laughs> but that was that was pretty good, and just kind of talking with Jason was was cool. And then uh, one of our listeners was on. Yeah. What was the name? Uh, oh, jeez. I can't remember off the top of my it head. Like, whatchamacallit or something. Uh, it, was, it was really <laughs> no, cool. No, that's a candy bar, Mark. Oh, yeah. He was he was really cool to talk to, and, and I apologize. I'll get your name right for the next one and, and give you props, because had a good time talking to you. He kept, he kept, like, getting, finding really good open RVR scenarios, or open RVR um zones for me to get to and every time i'd be in a scenario and i'd i'd be like okay i'm out of the scenario he's like ah it looks like it fell apart oh oh we just finished defending the keep <laughs> so i kept missing out but but it's okay i was having fun um it's the price you pay for running scenarios all day i know but then i, d- I downloaded runes of magic to check that out and oh my bit. god um that it's the like wow clone like if you could clone wow but it's not a wow clone yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> that that's true. That that game is so. There's no illusions on this one. That one is definitely a wild clone. Um, but that's pretty much what I was doing. So. Um, I played a bunch of. Wait, did I play anything? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Oh no! I think I really played anything. I played Crystal Defenders, mm-hmm. which is a Final Fantasy knockoff of Tower Defense and a, a very primitive Tower Defense game. At that, I downloaded that on Xbox Live Arcade, and I also played Bit Trip Beat on my Wii. Bit Trip, which Beat. is yeah, it's like Pong. I, I guess is the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. These little it's and it's all eight bit style of music. So you you hold the Wii remote sideways, and if you tilt it away from you, the paddle will go up on the screen, and if you tilt it towards you, it'll come down. And just little balls are constantly streaming from the right side, and you have to bounce them back with your paddle by moving it up and down on the left side of the screen and every time a ball hits your paddle it contributes to the music mm. so it'll so make it's a like sound audio surf with pong or breakout kind of something yeah, like that yeah 
It's kind of like that. And it's like when it hits your paddle, it uh, makes one sound. And then when it goes off the screen on the other side, when it bounces off the other side, it makes another sound. And so you get these really complex melodies that don't sound like they should be because it's all bloop, 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 bloop. And then there's this totally weird, very 8-bit psychedelic backgrounds, like planets floating by and comets, but they're all very pixelated. And it's very distracting. And then the balls that are coming from the screen, they start to move in like sine waves. And sometimes there's like a, a row of like 10 of them undulating in a sine wave. And it's really tricky to figure out, okay, where does my paddle need to be to hit all those? Because sometimes like it's word. not all in the same spot. Sometimes just slide up and down. So there's that. And geez, I wanted to play Resident Evil 5. And <laughs> I wanted to play some other stuff. My parents came up actually, and I showed them the opening level of Resident Evil 5 because my dad was bitching about how it sucked and how Fear 2 was a superior game. And considering how much of a, lame game fear two is i had to prove him wrong and he promptly fell asleep while i gave him the demonstration (laughs) and then as i finished the level surviving on my own which i was quite happy about my mom stayed awake for most of it she's like well what do you think and my dad's like well it's a lot different than it was in the demo and i'm like you didn't even see what the hell i played and then i also showed him a mad world Uh and they fell asleep during that too it was was an incredibly exciting time for everyone sounds like (laughs) it (laughs) that was my game time what happened (laughs) now you can see why it was so hard for me to remember it because I was trying to shut it out of my mind probably yeah it sounds Uh, like it (laughs) sounds like it my my gaming experience was kind of similar actually I didn't get a whole lot done I played Warhammer uh, the other night Um, I got up to rank 22 23 and then I promptly just decided to call it quits for for the night. And what else did I play? I played some Pagel, which I'm just Pagel. getting re- ridiculously addicted Pagel. to. Yeah, I know, man. I love that crazy. It's just so crazy fun sometimes trying to, you know, aim the ball just in the right place. And, and you think you've got the shot all lined up and, and you know exactly where the ball's going. And then it goes totally somewhere different (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's like one of the most frustrating parts of it but it's still fun because sometimes like the shot you thought you were going to make and what actually does happen turns out to be better the times when it doesn't go as planned well that kind of sucks but yeah i played through all the levels already through that adventure mode and now i'm just trying to i'm trying to get like full clears on every level and some of those levels are god they're damn impossible some of them are it seems like so, yeah, I've just been doing that. Uh, I, I wanted to play some Fallout 3, because I got the, the Pit. Oh, yeah. Um, Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, the Pit DLC downloaded finally. I guess uh, I mentioned earlier in the week during one of the mini-casts that Bethesda had some issues when they initially released it on Xbox 360, which is kind of unheard of, because, you know, they, there's a pretty hardcore certification process yeah. that, needs to happen before they're allowed to to put that on the on the live server and and how that totally got missed is beyond me yeah plus it wasn't the first one they've done no they've already released one uh, prior to that that anchorage one yeah Yeah. so anyway i was really hoping to get into that but i just didn't have time I'm, i'm gonna make a really concerted effort to to play a little fallout uh over the weekend though i think anyway that was it for me Wow, that, that was it for me. I know we're, we had such an exciting gaming week, all of us, didn't we? Oh yeah, jeez. <laughs> I was missing not playing Warhammer. I wish that I. We need more street cred, man. 
We just don't have the street cred anymore. Well, I didn't catch up to you, Noah, so, you know. You haven't gotten your mount yet? No, I didn't make it to 20. I'm about there, but I didn't make it's cause it. It's because he keeps playing scenarios, man, I'm telling you. I love them. I love them. <laughs> I love them. Well, let's get into our feedback, gentlemen. Feedback. word but the spoken word yes we have some prose from scott let us bring it forth unto an unsuspecting world <laughs> hey guys scott again uh jason that was an awesome southern accent i got him yet that was great um i want to give you the tricks from a true uh redneck what the uh what the trick is to a good southern accent got to you got to get two words right you got to get the word ten instead of ten and dog instead of dog that's your lesson on southern accent now um got a couple other things uh, downloaded runes of magic for a free-to-play game i think that may be one of the best ones that thing is really deep i was really surprised at how well done that is a little anime feel to it you know it is has that Asian grindy feel to it, but overall, a pretty solid game. Um, one other thing is I downloaded the uh, 10-day trial to Warhammer, and man, I wanted to like that game, but that thing keeps kicking me out. Um, it doesn't actually close my application, but it just lo- every 15 minutes or so, it just bumps me back into the login screen. Well, I've been trying for three or four days. You know, pretty hands-on when it comes to computers, so I mean, I, I support tickets, I don't know what's going on, it's not server lag, it's really, really an issue, I was uh, really hoping to get into that one, so uh, guys, love your show, talk to you later. So what I want to ask you guys first, most important from that submission from Scott, is if you're into Asian grinding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yes, I mean the Asian grinding. If it's eight from Battlestar Galactica. Mm. Sure. <laughs> oh, yes, Asian grinding, good. Now I see why Mark downloaded and played that game. He was just taking Scott's word for it. <laughs> 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 that was a total fake laugh, by the way, Mark. I can definitely tell it when I'm not in the room. <laughs> so did you did you play with Scott, Mark? No, no. I just I was just playing with myself. <laughs> Getting into your Asian grinding. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh yes, I like it like that. It's, it's- it does have more of an Asian look than, say, wow. But it doesn't seem that bad but, to me, though. But you, that's just at least one some of those the, screenshots don't appear to be totally. Yeah, there's a lot more character customization mm-hmm. than WoW, but not nearly that of like EverQuest Two or 
or God help us, like uh, uh, I almost said, <laughs> champions online. Not not as much as City of Heroes, but um, you know, you could you could go with the Asian look for your for your avatar, and you could give them the ginormous head if you wanted. Um, but you could also have more of a Western look too. There's that that kind of a an option. So. Now, Western or country Western? Just Western, probably. I oh. I didn't I didn't see any like. Um, Rebel flag shirts or anything. Like that. I mean, there was no southern option. No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so. By the way, Scott, thank you for being so good natured and and good humored about Jason's relentless <laughs> stereotyping. <laughs> yeah, we, we. It's a special gift of his. I don't stereotype we, anybody. We look forward to him perfecting his southern accent. Uh, with your ain't your gonna weekend, happen. With your careful guidance. Yeah, because we don't have that Australian guy sending us in stuff anymore for us to learn from him. So no, Scott, Scott, that's all we have to work with. And the Swedish one was just too over the top. I mean, well, there's the Polish guy too. He's yeah. only written us like once or twice. Yeah, maybe if I quit so. making fun of these people, they would continue to. Yeah, I'm sensing a common, <laughs> common thread. <laughs> they write in. That being said, Scott, <laughs> please keep sending in audio submissions. <laughs> And if any of you out there are brave and believe you have no accent at all, <laughs> send us stuff audio-wise to mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Or leave us a voicemail. We haven't got one of those in forever at channel.massive.skype. Channel.massive.skype. Channel your rage to us there. We will feed off of it. Or just send us something really <laughs> mellow and boring. We're cool with that, too. Even the Ween guy hasn't sent us something. No, oh, I know. I never played Ween for him. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Better do that this time. So that one's your fault, Mark. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. We want to hear from all of you, people of the past, people of the future, people of the present. The future. People from Christmas past. <laughs> but without further ado, enough of this community outreach. Let's get into the news. got here we got uh blizzard has integrated battlenet finally into uh their world of warcraft accounts so now your battle your battlenet account and your world of warcraft account are one and the same so if i get banned <laughs> you get banned <laughs> from world of warcraft you'll get banned from diablo 3 brother hmm. starcraft 2 oh how it's cool it's kind of like the sony online station pass yeah, and the idea that you have one login for all Blizzard games, mm-hmm. and what's also cool is you can now download the game from wherever you're at, provided that you've paid for it once. It's it's a lot like Steam. Yeah. Yep. yep. Which of course is one of the coolest things to come down the pipe ever. Yeah, because I I I put in my codes for my all my well every single Blizzard game there is, 
And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, Lost Vikings wasn't applicable. Oh, no, really? Yeah, but I put all the others in, and so now, like, if I ever, my media ever craps out or anything, I can just download it. So that's kind of cool. Wow. Uh, do you guys have any interest in the Chronicles of Spellborn? Narnia? Which is a new... No, <laughs> no not I'm Narnia. Sorry. Um, not Narnia. We're not playing with little with lions and... And it's little fuzzy stuff like that. No, this is the Chronicles of Spillborn is, MMO. Is this the one you tried to download and yeah, it's you a, failed? Yeah, it's a freemium game which ep- epically failed for me on its installation. I had oh. some kind of corrupted file. Well, it is from it a took client. quite a while to, to download, too, so I, I don't really see the point of wasting my time re-downloading it if it's... Uh, just going to do the same thing. But Must be a test designed to provoke an emotional response. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps it is. Anyway, the open beta is available for uh, people who want to try it. Uh, it's a freemium game. Basically, that means that you can play through... I think it's just like a free area hmm. of the game, and then you'll have to decide whether or not you want to... Uh, purchase a subscription for $15 a month, which I guess is the new standard for a monthly subscription fee, but I honestly can't see paying a subscription. So had you actually been able to download it, (laughs) would would you have enjoyed the beginning, or would you have liked the combat? I have no idea. I I couldn't try it, but I have been, I've been reading quite a a few impressions around the blogosphere, um... They're kind of mixed. Some people are like, well, it's kind of cool, some of the things you can do. And I guess the com- how they handle combat is a little bit different than, than most MMOs. Your friend there, Ridicule. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's a little different in, in that aspect. Uh, a lot of the reviewers say that it's really a bug-ridden hmm. lag fest and they'll never have anything to do with the Got game. Got a snazzy too, website. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks really cool. But I don't know. I, I I I wanted to give it a try, but after the after the installation failed on me, I was like, eh, don't think I'm gonna even bother with it. Epic fail. Uh, DC Universe Online and the Agency get a vague release date of 2010 from. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, from the president John Smedley uh, announced at the latest GDC recently. Uh, the the only real surprise is the agency, which was everybody was kind of expecting that to come out at least sometime in two thousand nine, um, but apparently that's not the case. Bummer. Yeah. So, for those of you who were looking forward to to either one of those games coming out in two thousand nine, it ain't gonna happen. Apparently. But that's good news for Cryptic and NCSoft. It is because they they won't have any competition as far as the superhero. Uh, space goes just well each other <laughs> just each other well played uh there's a rumor going out uh that the nine uh, which is the company who handles world of warcraft in china is likely to lose their license as agents of the game uh blizzard and the nine have not yet reached an agreement regarding the extension of the contract um, but they're, you know, the, of course, presidents on, of the companies on both sides are saying, no, no, everything's going to be fine, everything will work out. Uh, but oh, how unfortunate! They an insider source uh, has said that uh, Blizzard is unhappy with the Nine's performance over the past four years, and it wants to pose higher requirements 
in the uh, renegotiation process. Well, they don't make nearly as much per user as they do in the states or no, Europe probably not. But, but the nine does make ninety percent of its profits from World of Warcraft in China, and if mm-hmm. they lose this, they are They're out fucked. of business. <laughs> That's they true. Be the Good point. Eight, the seven, the six, the five, the four, the three, the two, the one, the zero. <laughs> the zero. <laughs> That's jacked. They're on the ba- they're on the brink of bankruptcy. So on the brink of being the negative, the negative, the negative ten. 10. Oh, yes, so unfortunate. They call me Mister Know It All. I will not compromise. I will not be told what to do. I shall not step aside. <laughs> So, Noah, what, what does an old crotchety video game developer do when he has way too much time on his hands? <laughs> Apparently, he opens craptacular restaurants, the tabletop gaming, because that's so popular right now as it is. Freaking sweet. I know whenever I go to Woody's Pizza, I can't wait to get my fingers all over those filthy, disgusting, greasy touchscreen mm, video games yes. that are at the table. And the pizza that tastes like cardboard, too. Isn't yeah. that like the best pizza on the planet? Well, who are we talking about, Noah? We're talking about Candace Bushnell, writer of Sex in the <laughs> City. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're reading the wrong Wikipedia <laughs> entry. Excuse me. Mark. Once again, uh, I've stumbled into the Bushnell. wrong. Nailed. Mr. Atari, Mr. Pong, Pong, Mr. Chuck E. Cheese. Where a kid could be a kid. Won't go away. Or giant After rats and customers. pouring out and selling everything that was ever cool that he's done, he's now launching yet another stupid restaurant slash arcade venture that is nowhere near as cool as Dave and Buster's. In my humble opinion, it's basically centered around a. And I've, and I've been to their website like a long time ago and then checked out the menu. There's a bunch of these places, I think, in California and elsewhere. And mm-hmm. It's got a, a pseudo exotic. Erotic. variety of food in the menu <laughs> it's mm, not quite as pizza. cheesy as you think it would be mm. and then there's just all this tabletop gaming touch screen tables and playing games with whoever's sitting with you looks really stupid looks like something i would never go to and but that's not why he's Bushnell's, in the news today is it bushnell's feeling the heat about my skepticism being much broader across the country because he's like Online gaming's stupid. Actually, he didn't say it as childishly as that. Instead, he said... But he may as well have. not cool. It's not cool, he said. And he he, he drew some analogies of... He, he said that basically social gaming is gaming that's some, is when two people get together to play. And they're in person. And they're not sitting in their underwear in a dark room. They're going out. Like, like Jason and I, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, right I'm now, Mark and I are doing this podcast with just our underpants on. Yeah, Noah. that's why I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> the real reason why Noah didn't show up tonight. So the name of this place is called, in a very Apple-esque way, U-Wink, with the letter U, lowercase, and then the capital Wink. Was that generated with the Web 2.0 name generator, do you think? <laughs> More than likely, and and he he's talks he makes these analogies of how if you were to have a martini at a bar, it's going to be more expensive than if you were at home because you're paying for the people that are around you at the bar. 
Whatever. Hmm. That's assuming that these craptacular games that you would have to go to his restaurant to play are going to be anything better than what you could download for free on a PC, let alone play on your 360 or, or you know, a game that you pay for to play on your PC as it is. And then he even got even further carried away in his feeling of sanctimoniousness and started talking about U.S. schools as if that has anything to do with his stupid restaurant or his complaints about online gaming. And he says, U.S. schools are in disarray. It's just horrible. I think the next big wave of value is in education. Games are good for you. I want to leave a legacy of more than just fun. Well, well actually, he's just leaving a legacy of stupid quotes in his restaurant scene. <laughs> well, Noah, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> well, actually, I see he got a NAMBLA fellowship. Oh, no. Come on. The North American... Um, <laughs> oh, oh, Bat- it's BAFTA. It's a BAFTA. I'm sorry. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't the Man Boy Love No, no, no. Oh, Two totally different things. Oh, yes. Jason, how does it feel to be a girl? I wouldn't know. Except for the panties. The panties sometimes feel really good to wear. I gotta tell you. Anyway, some lucky student could get up to $10,000 for college uh, if you apply for SOE's G-I-R-L scholarship program. G-I-R-L. This is sponsored by Sony Online Entertainment. Uh, And there's more to it than that. You will also get a paid... Internship. Well, no, no, no. Here's the rub. Is that the one and the same? Here's the rub, Noah. It's either or, from what I'm reading oh. here. Okay, so you can get a ten. One skilled student will win up to ten thousand dollars to be applied toward tuition and other educational exp- educational expenses at the school where they are currently enrolled, and an optional paid internship of up to ten weeks. At, Sony Online's headquarters in San Diego, California. Now, is that either is that in addition to? I think it's in addition to. Okay, but optional how is what I'm wondering, and I'm also wondering like the ten thousand dollar thing. I'd like to ask Sony to step their game up a little bit. Ten thousand dollars in the grand scheme of things, in a college tuition, is really not that much these days. Nope. It really isn't, if you think about it. Four-year institution, um, you know, that's going to pay for, you know, part of a year's worth. Yeah, it's like yep. a, half a year. Yeah, yeah, at most places, as, you know, as far as I know. Um, so my, basically my, it's not, you know, it's not a beef. I, I really appreciate that, you know, Sony's going out of their way to try to get more females into the uh, gaming space there and, and want to encourage more female game developers but $10,000, you know, you could do better than that, guys. You can do a lot Well, not to mention that. the internship is to work on the freaking free realms. Right, and you're, and you're fucking Sony. Come on, you're Sony. You, you, you can throw some more bones in there. You know, the, you know honestly, as opposed to just the $10,000, the more important part of this is the internship, because that gets you a foot in the door. So... You know, I I think you know if you're going to supply money and help, you know, if you're really going to try to get behind somebody to become a 
a f- potential future employees of yours, you know, step your game up a little bit. Fork over a little bit more cash. It's not going to kill you guys to do that. I I think I figured it out, actually. The optional part is if they're hot. <laughs> that, that's when they get to be you the think so? Yeah. It might be. Otherwise, they're like, well... Because that's, that's actually what they're really after with this whole thing. We'll just give you the money and then uh, go away. Yeah. <laughs> go away. No, no. H-O-T-G-I-R-L. <laughs> Project Hot Girl. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's the actual acronym there that we're looking at. <laughs> Excuse me, I seem to have dropped my pen off my desk. Could you... Could you pick it up for me, you intern? Me intern? Intern, pick it up! <laughs> <laughs> you need to work on your attitude. Oh, this is going down Free real fast. <laughs> Free realm. It's coming to get you. <laughs> no! It shall absorb your pointless PC hardware. And all of our consoles in one foul swoop, right, Noah? Well, yeah, that's what some people would like to predict, presuming that, you know, everybody was living in this magical world where we all had 1.5 megabits per second download. Yeah, where we were all running on a T3, right? <laughs> with, uh, with, like, uh, no latency. That would be sweet. So, so you you wrote an editorial on this, Noah? Yeah, well, it was like a it was a verbal editorial type thing. I I think it's I actually really am excited about on live because I would like it to succeed where Phantom did not, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I Phantom feel there's already been a predecessor to this concept with respect, and and I'm I'm talking about it. A different aspect of it more than the technical side, which is what everybody's really excited about. It. What I really like about on live is that it eliminates gaming media and it eliminates formats, so you don't have to buy Blu-ray discs or you don't have to buy buy DVDs. You also you don't have to have, have, to have PS3 high-end Xbox 360 or anything like that. Yeah, and you have to have a high-end computer hardware either. It, it just eliminates all of the technical elements of it and just creates an intangible gaming system that all you have to worry about is the controller. And that's just so nice. It seems so liberating that you don't have to, that we don't have to worry about piracy issues nearly as much anymore. We don't have to worry about expensive games nearly as much because games won't be nearly as expensive to be distributed digitally. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to worry about the stupid format wars and platform loyalty and agnosticism. It's just... It's really nice. What, Mark, do you think that this kind of technology is really viable, though? Do well, you think it's really going to work the way that they're claiming it's going to work? Yeah, I've been trying to come up with kind of like a like a metaphor for this because, so say say you're like a say say you're a doctor. That's your field of. I'm not a doctor. I'm a yeah. I'm a plumber. Damn it. Um, but and somebody says that this like one pill will basically make. Uh, you know, make hospitals obsolete 
you know, you'll take this pill, it'll go, it'll, it's using the latest in nanotechnology, it'll analyze your system, figure out what ails you, fix you up, and you'll never need anything else again. I'm sold. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I'd take that pill too. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know, I mean, I, I, my background is kind of in, in networking and stuff. And, in reality. In reality. And, <laughs> and I, I just have, you know, fundamental issues with the description of this technology. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the average household that, say, even if you do have the five megabits per second download, you're really only going to be required for high definition graphics. Right. That's yeah. Like just even the way that okay, I've watched all the videos from mm-hmm. GDC on this. Right. I've watched. I've watched the everything and read everything I could read, and it doesn't seem feasible to me. It does not. It just doesn't. It seems like. The math doesn't add up. No, because I'm thinking, okay, say I have a really good internet connection, you know, a consumer-grade internet connection, which is what they're shooting for. They're not shooting for somebody at a, you know, a research facility or university that's got like a, you know, a a dedicated connection from hell. But say I'm a consumer, good good connection. I play Quake 3 or something like that, and, and and I've got everything tweaked down to where I get like, say, 15 millisecond latency to you know a server that's not on the the other side of the world something in my region right mm-hmm. so say say 15 to 20 milliseconds is the best you can get if if you assume that okay you you you're you're playing the game and the way the guys described it is you you make the move with the controller it transmits that to the to the to up to their servers and there's their like servers, only a 1 millisecond difference according to them yeah, zero milliseconds they said, but one millisecond I guess. But they they do the calculation on what you did. They render the frame, the frame you would see. Okay, the frame. Then okay, so all all the stuff happens on their servers. You know, it's rendering the frame. It compresses the crap out of it. It sends it back to you. At that point, decompresses. That's so. That's another 50, 15 milliseconds of latency because of the return trip plus plus whatever latency is involved with the processing of all that. So then it, the round trip is, and we're already at thirty to forty milliseconds plus whatever the processing time was, and that's to render one frame based on you know whatever you did, and then other frames would would follow, of course, because you you're not going to be able to interact, you know, with like per frame basically you know mm-hmm. f- 60 frames per second or something like that but the way they describe that i can't imagine that it's going to be that smooth i can't i i also know that using internet internet voice technologies like say skype or something like that for voice over ip which voice over ip is here to stay but the the whole world has basically um you know, kind of come together on that, and 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 most voice over IP uses quality of service settings all along the way. So all the routers will allegedly observe the fact that you're you know you're requesting for this transmission to use a high level of quality of service, and so therefore it will be optimized. All your all your voice over IP traffic is optimized and is going to get preference preferential treatment and routing over regular traffic, mm-hmm. right? So 
is the rest of the world going to, you know, buy into this new technology and is everything going to be optimized for it equally? I know they said they've talked to ISPs to make sure that they can teach the ISPs, those stupid ISPs, how <laughs> how they need to set up their uh-huh. their networks and everything to work with this. Right. But it's like really, you know, this is like it just blows my mind that that they they that they're they're offering this thing and saying it it's existing. I just can't imagine a world where it where it works. I guess I just I, I if if this were true and I I put up a thing on my my Facebook and asked all my smart techie friends to comment on it. I said, "How can this be?" And everybody that has responded has said, "If this were the case, then why can't I remote control a computer any faster?" you know, across a WAN that I can't, than I do now, you know, why uh-huh. can't I use like, you know, remote desktop protocol or something like that and actually move things around? Why is that always laggy? You know, if this technology exists, why doesn't that work? Or why can't I stream yeah, video why can't down they, faster? Why can't they get that working first and foremost as yeah. opposed to creating some kind of gaming platform? Right. Why does video take so long to, 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 to download? Mm-hmm. If these guys can, if these, you know, they're going to, they're going to do crisis you know, like an acceptable range would be thirty frames per second, but most people would probably want sixty. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why do movies take so damn long to buffer and download and show up? If you can do this with this amazing compression algorithm, which seems to be like their core thing, mm-hmm. and they didn't even mention audio either. Like, not only is it doing video, but allegedly it'd be doing audio too, or your game would be really crappy, right? <laughs> So they got to be doing all of that. Stuff. Oh no, we just turned the we turn we turn the sound off. And 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 when haven't you had a glitch on your network? You know, like uh, so even playing even playing MMOs, which is what our podcast is about, where you know, you know that uses very little bandwidth, nothing compared to like voice over IP or anything mm-hmm. like that. And we always run into glitches with that with our our yep. consumer grade networks, right? Right. So. If you imagine that's like one one thousandth of what your network capacity could handle, what's that going to be like? You know, with this technology, every time there's a little hiccup, it's going to be incredibly susceptible to that. You know, that's some good points, Mark, and I I appreciate your your techie background. Right. Uh, you know, as far as bringing your 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 take on this because you know my initial reaction of course was all oh my god i started rubbing myself well, all yeah, over I mean, I want, <laughs> this is I, so awesome i can't wait to I see want, this happen i, I like I, i'm like you know i want to believe but i just think it's i in their interface is all slick so you're, you're, you're playing you're playing the scully part here right yeah i want to believe but i i just i, I believe i am from missouri Initially, <laughs> and they so, say, "Show me, show me." So when I see this thing working, then I'll believe it, you know. But until then, I, I just, I can't, I, I just don't think it's viable. Gotcha. Well, we shall see. We shall see. Hopefully, hopefully it works. Yeah. I'd love to see it happen. Now it's time for... Oh, 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 oh,
is the new World of Warcraft UI add-on policy, which has been quieting... Quieting. What the fuck did I just say? Quieting. Quieting. Causing quite a bit of stir in the community. Um... I'm gonna break down the. I'm gonna break down this policy for everybody real quick so they understand. <laughs> Let me break it down. Down. You cannot charge for your add-ons. You can't charge for the add-ons. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the add-on code it? must be completely visible. <laughs> uh, the programming code may in no way be hidden or. Or obfuscated. Add-ons must not negatively impact World of Warcraft realms or other players, so Damn. they can't be man- malicious in any way. Add-ons may not include advertisements. Star, star, star. They may not be used to advertise any goods or services. Add-ons may not solicit donations. That means that one hurts. That one. We'll go back to number one. Which means add-ons must be free of charge. Donations are not the same as free of charge. <laughs> yes. Donations aren't allowed to be asked for in the game. You can still ask for donations on the website for the add-on. Uh, no, it may not include requests for donations. We recognize the amount, the immense amount of effort and resources. Well, it says requests should be limited to the add-on website. Uh. Or distribution site and should not appear in the game. But, but, then it goes, but I take you back to number one. Add-ons must be free of charge. Yeah, you can, they're saying you can give donations to add-on developers (laughs) if it's outside of the context of the game, but you cannot charge other people to use your add-on. Damn it, That's my plan is falling apart. Add-ons must Listen abide... To Phoenix, right? <laughs> Add-ons must abide by the World of Warcraft terms of service and the ULA. Uh, and Blizzard Entertainment has the right to disable any and odd functionality as it sees fit. Nothing new there. Yeah. You know, I wasn't even aware of, you know, mods that that had a subscription fee or a or, you know, cost anything until this. And I the only one I know of is called Carbonite, which is like a super-duper version of, like, Quest Helper. Right, and that's a lot of the speculation is, is that it was sparked by Carbonite. I think it's actually more sparked by by uh, by the WoW Glider issue. Oh, the, uh, the bot? Yeah, because once once that came out and they they won that lawsuit and they laid down the law saying, you know, you can't modify our game like this and and profit from it and get away with it with your with your bot program. You know, they kind of their their legal department probably sat down with them and said, "You know what? We really need to do the same thing for these add-ons here." And really hammered down on that. No, yeah, maybe. You know, cuz legally you know, you you'd have to deal with all sorts of bullshit. So so that that's I think that's part of the problem too. They were like, well, you know, we don't want to have to go through this again. Right. So let's lay down the law right here and now, so this type of bullshit never happens again, and we just nip it in the bud right here and now. Maybe you know they are pretty litigious as mm-hmm. far as that goes, but. Anyway, it, this has caused quite a bit of stir in the community. There's a lot of. Um, of these add-on developers who, you know, spent, you know, god awful amount, god awful amount of time on these, 
on this code and, and you know some of these add-ons are kind of worthless they really don't do anything except make the game a little bit easier for you but some of them are downright handy and they should have been included in the dem <laughs> UI to begin with at least in my opinion and and that's where people are getting a little bit cheesed off about it and a lot some of these UI developers are saying uh, well you know screw this you know we're going to we're just going to stop updating our add-ons from now on you know with this new uh with this new policy in place man that's fine i i think it's cheesy to charge for an add-on it's like i think it's it's you know i don't know i mean i, I think donate asking for donations is you know, perfectly fine, because you are... If you're like a movie theater and a guy comes in the door, the exit, selling burritos, mm-hmm. it's like, well, actually, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> but but it's like everybody knows who doesn't he like shouldn't a burrito, be right? there, right? He shouldn't be there. You're you're in like in the domain of the movie theater, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if he comes in and gives you a burrito, the movie theater, they can't be upset there. You know, no, but they're but not if he's doing that. Selling them, I don't know. It's kind of there's free. no profit in freebies. No, uh, but it, you do get you do gain a certain you know fame level for it. You know, it's like hey, mm-hmm. I'm the guy that you know. I'd love to say I'm the guy that did uh, auctioneer or something like that. You know that. Yeah, which is like one of the most useful add-ons ever, ever created. Yeah, at least in my opinion, it is. Yeah. And that's an invaluable tool for and scanning the and they don't, auction house. They've never charged anything, you know. I don't even know if they. I guess they accept donations, which is legal, according to this. Yeah, you know, the point is, it's to you. You have no rights when it comes to these online worlds whatsoever. Well, we've always this known is, that, though. This is their game. Well, no, but see, people people don't think that though. Obviously, or else there would be such a big hubbub about this. Oh, yeah, obviously they don't get it, but... You know, they don't understand that, you know, they they give up their rights once they enter the realm of World of Warcraft. <laughs> once they enter the world of, of Warcraft. Warcraft. You're making an assumption that if Blizzard's going to be so open to welcome modifications to their software that the users then assume they have a lot greater rights than they really do. Yeah. Well, that was the can of worms that they opened up to begin with when they decided to allow, you know, the user base to modify their their UI like that. Which really is just their way of saying, hey, users, develop a better user interface for us. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And they because take, the best and they stuff, they just the turned around stuff. and just put it in their game anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they do. They've added a ton of stuff that should have been oh, in there already. Yeah, it's totally like the farm league for their... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But... You know, the Carbonite thing was probably, I would say, a tipping point, because that was a bit... When you have a mod that has a subscription model, you've probably <laughs> gone a little too yeah. far. Yeah. You know? And the funniest part of it is that mod incorporates other mods into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's like, well, well, were you doing your share and distributing to the other mods that you... Maybe Which, don't. of course, they weren't. I doubt it. Oh, yeah. You know, and maybe, maybe they're not technically incorporated in, but they had, you know, they have built kind of a wrapper around some of the other mods. So if you have that loaded, like Atlas or something like that, it comes up as a feature. as It's portrayed as a feature of Carbonite. So that's 
I don't know. Yeah, you you know they don't. And this brings up, up of course, the whole WoW Matrix thing that a lot of people are pissed off about, too. Because that's like an aggregator for mods, which means that you don't even have to go to the mod maker's website anymore to Mm -hmm. get the mods. Now, Jason, I was looking at the blogs that you selected about this topic because I felt people were, in general, pretty level-headed about it. I I think there's a lot of comments they have been. You know, the bloggers themselves were pretty right on target. It's the it's the modding community that kind of spawned all this uh, feedback from where they were. You know, they were just like outraged that that Blizzard would would put these restrictions on them now, and uh, you know, like I said, some of them have vowed never to update their add-ons ever again. Um, but you know what? There will be people right behind them that do it because they won't have any problems giving up their free time and working on something. Yeah, it's true. And house. you know what? I mean, and people do it all the time for all sorts of games. I mean, the, those those Quake 3 add-ons. Uh, oh, yeah. The well, map packs. You know, you're talking stuff. like Defense of the Ancients for yeah. for Warcraft 3, and, and it's just... Nobody ever charged for that. No, mm-hmm. nobody charged for and, that. And, and none of these mods are are safe from someone... But they probably should have. You know? right. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, the thing is, is that they could have charged for it and people would have bought it because it was such a cool right. modification to the game. Because well, that is what's happened with the Defense of the Ancients folks is they're making basically a rip-off of that game and they're going to sell it. Mm-hmm. Is it the League of Champions or something like that? Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah we, have exclusive, um, we have exclusive access to that, by the way, guys. Oh, really? Yes, we do. Excellent. Uh, but... What's really weird is, it's like, oh, I'll never make, I'll never advance this mod again. You're all screwed. Well, guess what? Lua, which is what this thing is, the language, language, quote unquote, that this thing is done. These mods are done in is an interpreted language, so it's not like it's compiled. It's not mm-hmm. like you have to decompile it or go through some great thing to. It's all just source code sitting there in the in your you know your interface folder, so you can you can go and look at it and go, oh. Well, they've they've quit developing this because they're not going to get you know their their stupid subscription model of two fifty a month. Mm-hmm. So I'll just you know add in that one feature I wanted, and you know it's like whatever. Yeah, I, you know really I guess the, the one thing that, money off the add-ons. Yeah, I understand. I understand where they're all coming from with this. The, the one thing with me that can't escape my mind is the the fact that I would actually pay for some of these add-ons. I would pay for Auctioneer. I really would. I think it's probably one of the most useful mods I've ever used in World of Warcraft ever. And I would gladly pay uh, to use Auctioneer. I suppose thinking of it that way, yeah, that's like an, such an essential Yeah, to, to me it was. I think every time I play Warhammer, which I don't know, I don't think it has the equivalent of Auctioneer. And I, yeah, I'm not sure I, I looked I, into it that much. I go, oh, I'm actually going to have to come up with a good number here on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this is crazy, you know? So. Yeah, I, no, I just, I found Auctioneer to be such a useful tool when I was playing World of Warcraft that I would have gladly paid for it back Same in the goes day, for, you know, that's... Eventually, like, Quest Helper mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me and, and some of the... And, um, See, and I never really used Gatherer. that one all that much, but... Yeah. What do you think, Noah? Are you going to start a new business selling add-ons? <laughs> well, not now. <laughs> I, did, I think the making add-ons is still a great way for people to 
if if their ultimate goal is more to get into the industry, oh yeah, it's making add-ons just like making maps and first-person shooters and, and stuff like that is a great way to build your personal resume, get your foot in the door. A lot of people have done that, that way. Yeah, better than anything else you can do, and I think that's the biggest benefit that you can get, other than getting fans of your peers that play the game or making the game experience better. If you're going to be selfish about it, do it so that you're actually working towards a career where you can legitimately get paid for it. Trying to turn it into a side business, its I suppose that's entrepreneurial on some level. It's not much different from people selling stuff on eBay to make money. You know, They're making money out of something that wouldn't have been there without the technology before. But it's just you know common sense, people. Yeah. <laughs> you're building on somebody else's work. Don't expect to get money out of it in the long run. It'll bite you in the end. I, I, the only way you can is if you get a job. I don't think using I can that say as it any proof better. Of yeah, intelligence. Well said, Noah. I knew there was a reason why you, we keep you on. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while. <laughs> I earn my cookie. <laughs> Listeners, this is Jason, the resident drunken idiot of Channel Massive. Uh, we had originally intended on ending the show uh, with an additional blogosteria segment involving Sin Kane and a couple of other bloggers in an, in an epic battle with WoW Tourism. Uh, but that didn't happen. Um, what did end up happening is Mark's wife went into labor. Um, around 11.30 that night and uh, they ended up going to the hospital and they have a brand new baby girl uh, that they were, it was <laughs> it was really crazy they we were getting ready to record the segment and his wife came uh, to the door and said uh, I think it's time <laughs> and we kind of just had to stop everything at the last second and uh we tried to create an impromptu ending, but it didn't work out so well. So I'm just gonna—I'm recording this uh, little ending here uh, to to send us off. Anyway, um, if you want, feel free to stop by the website and congratulate Mark on the new addition to the family. And we will be back next week with episode 85. Thanks for downloading the podcast, and we will see you around. <laughs>